Yo, what's up, theorites? Just a quick disclaimer about the audio at the start of this episode. Raiden fucked up. Blame him. The first 30 minutes is Skype audio, but then regular audio comes back in just before the break. Nothing we can do. Peace. More than 50 years ago, a small fishing village in Nova Scotia experienced one of the most storied UFO encounters in Canadian history. The eyewitness accounts and testimonies of those who saw a mysterious object crash into the Atlantic waters that evening have made Shag Harbor one of the most cited events when talking about evidence for extraterrestrial UFOs. UFOlogists studying trends and sightings for the last several decades have found that just in the last few years, UFO sightings across Canada have been on the rise. While this increase might correlate with the increases in aircraft and aerial drone activity, a number of cases still defy explanation. One event witnessed by John Shepard in June of 2014 produced several minutes of UFO footage that, to this day, still puzzle some UFO researchers. This case file joined the theorists as they immersed themselves in the dialectical mysteries of the Maritimes to dissect the Prince Edward Island UFO sighting. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 199, Prince Edward Island UFO Boy. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew Bay. We're back. <laughs> you are now, if you're listening to this case file, you are listening on all platforms. The Spotify shackles are broken. And we, we are, are once unbound. again. Like a phoenix, we will rise Podcast again. Ronin. <laughs> um, having said that, <laughs> um, you know, if you listen to our last case on, if you're already on Patreon, you know the story about, uh, you know, the downfall of Spotify and uh, what happened there. But, you know, now more than ever, uh, if you if you like our show, you listen, there's no better way to support us than heading to patreon.com slash alien theorist podcast. Um, independent podcasting is a really tough market to get support in and it all helps. So as little as 17 cents a day, $5 a month, you support the show. We provide 200 hours of bonus content. Uh, you get lots of goodies and it, it really helps out this. So, it, you know, if you love the show and you're listening and you're ho-humming, you know, you can support that way. And if you still don't want to, that's a fine. That's okay. There's Go another on way. Go on there, if you don't want to support, bye. There's what you can do for free that really helps this show, just go wherever you listen to podcasts, especially iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Five hit stars. Those, hit those, smash those like and subscribe buttons uh, wherever you're listening to, and then just keep enjoying the show because that helps as well. So uh, uh, on that note, cut in here. Those people who left one-star reviews saying, hey, where'd all the podcasts go? Shit. I wanted to listen I can't knock, find knock, the show. One star. 
We're back, <laughs> bitch. Go change that knock, review. Knock, Come, what are you it's doing? Real. And uh, we promise not to make this. <laughs> we promise not to make the sales pitch on every podcast at the beginning yeah. for five minutes. No, just this one. <laughs> this is one. That's it. The rest will stay the same. The show is the same. Nothing changes. Yeah, we're your boys are keeping. We're going to keep on keeping on. Uh, we've weathered worse storms. So, wow, oh, I'm over it. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. We're back. I'm excited to be back. Oh, dude, I don't know what I'm excited for, but I'm excited hey, for something. Sky's the limit at this point, right? <laughs> uh, anyways, today we're heading back up north. Uh, we're heading north of the border, specifically to Nova Scotia uh, and Prince Edward Island, boy. Uh, I was, was going to say that he put the title as PEI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Maritimes. Maritimes, you know. And precursor. Honestly, oh, no. if, if you've never met a Newfie, lovely people. It's a treat. Treat. Amazing. But goddamn, what the hell are they saying? <laughs> it's like a m- weird mix of Irish and... It sounds like some kind of weird blend of like for like Americans, like it's a weird blend of both like Midwestern, like hardcore Wisconsin, Minnesota accent, and then like Maine, yeah, Northeaster, New England accent. Like it's weird dialect like mashed together. And it's, there, that's what it sounds like. Is there an American? Is there an American accent that even Americans can't understand? Because we fucking. No I mean, there's real. I mean, there are some. Di- <laughs> there are some accents and dialects that are kind of really like the really hardcore New Englanders. Like they have some that are really tough to understand. Boa fetch me, the cat. Boa supper. I want a party platter. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, but dude, Pikeys or uh, Newfies, that's a different, like, you can't, you can't understand a fucking word. It's almost, it's so different. It's almost a different. Go thing. down there, there, buddy. A brownie screw pal. Go down on a bombardier. Hey, what do you think about that? Bombardier. Huh? Go on with ya. But fun people, though. They love music and they love They're dance. The they are eight. They're the fucking best. I've loved every Newfie I've ever met, except this one guy that had no teeth. <laughs> who is addicted to uh, methamphetamine that I worked with. There's uh, always one, you know, you can't like it. ruined them for me, but <laughs> everyone else, lovely, lovely. Every, <laughs> the rest of them, they're fine. Always one right, bad so, app. PEI UFOs. I mean, there, I mean, the Maritimes have a rich history of UFOs. We're going to get into it tonight. Where are we kicking this off? Probably going to kick this off with, which could possibly be the best documented possibly. UFO evidence. Is that some new video thing? evidence? Is that, is that Newfie that you speak it? No, that's Dan off. <laughs> the Spotify chains are off. He can pronounce things however he wants. It's true. They gave me a list of ways that I had to pronounce stuff before every show on Spotify every week mm-hmm. when we met with our manager. I think it. they also said you have to wear a hat, so you're not allowed to take that off. Yeah, now. You, you can. No, that wasn't in there. That's just a personal. That's all podcast. <laughs> it is fu- it is fused to my head at this point. Uh, That's true. So we're going to start it out with probably the best. Uh, th- there was video footage shot in 2014 uh, in June by one John Shepard, who was camping at the Twin Shores camping ground near Kensington on Prince Edward Island. And with his wife. Now, this video footage was shot in the evening around 1130 p.m. And he said that he was getting ready to go to bed. His wife had already retired for the night. Um, She was already sleeping inside their tent. And he said that he noticed something out over the over the water 
out of the corner of his eye. And he started to look at it and notice it. And it was something like a little bit, you know, when you kind of see something like you ever, you guys ever seen like just something out of the corner of your eyes is like, it's either like a pattern, something like looks not right, you know, and you kind of look yep. over to it. Ever had sure. that? He's like, it's time I look in the mirror. Yeah. It's called male pattern baldness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm like, <laughs> what's going on with this? this pattern up here? It sucks. But I guess there's a little bit of pricklies on his back and on his, you know, on his, the hairs on his neck because he noticed this thing that was a diamond shaped light that seemed to be dancing about 75 meters above the water. That is what his estimate was. And it was probably about a kilometer offshore. So those are the numbers that he gave. Now, this object persisted for a while. I, I, it, it sat there for several minutes, uh, you know, long enough for, you know, Shepard. I know we've talked to other people like on Cosmic Channels and stuff like this where people have seen something. And it's just, you know, a lot of people see a UFO or they see something in the sky and you you don't have time to grab your phone. I know we talk yeah. about like everybody's got their phone in their pocket and it's like, oh, wouldn't it be it's not too hard to grab your phone and grab everything, but sometimes it is. You're in awe. You're in awe. You don't get like you just you're struck by this too busy shit UFO. in your pants. The the last thing you're thinking about is filming. And you're running down your mental checklist of like what this thing could possibly be. Is like, is it a star? Is it worth, you know, is it a star? Is it a satellite? Is it a Chinese lantern? Is it what is it? I don't know. <laughs> and I imagine like once you run through all that checklist, you're like, the last thing on your mind is like, I'm going to get my phone out and I'm going to record this. Well, this thing stayed out there long enough within his field of vision for him to actually go through and do all that and be like, I should probably take this out on video. And he got several minutes of, you know, a uh, cell phone and cell phone, <laughs> like cell phone quality footage of this object that sat out there now like a single object probably wouldn't be that noteworthy like if it were just a single light you could probably you know, easily write it off people are being, gonna say venus and gatorade or saturn and powerade or you know a bunch of other things but there is a second light in this there's a, there's a second light that appears right next to it and uh you know flashing and also in the same kind of a uniform pattern that the other ones seem to display. So um, we have the video and we'll probably, we can we take, do have you know, it. We can now, go ahead and take a look at it. Before we look at this video, two things Explainers. I just want to do talk about. If you're going to watch this video, I would highly recommend not watching it on your phone and watching it in a dark room. I first tried to watch this video on my phone <laughs> and it was just me looking at my own face in the reflection <laughs> of the phone <laughs> And then so also looking at the dust on the phone because I was like, it was too bright. And I could just, I was basically using a mirror. It sucked. When I got home and I looked at it on my computer in a darker room, <laughs> it was much better. So if if you're listening to the podcast version of this, you can, what's the, what's the video called? It's called Case 57090 Kensington PEI Canada. You can't miss it. Well, I'll, I'll put the link in the podcast description too, if uh, beautiful. If you can't remember that, but yeah, and also if you're watching the live stream, as Braden said, it's a lower resolution video, so now we're live streaming it, so it's going to be even lower. So you hey, can look it up on your. We own. wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, but we're going to play it, and uh, we're going to watch it, and we're going to dissect it frame 
by a riveting frame. Turn my lights off because this is the first time I'm watching it. I want to watch it properly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, let's see what happens here. I think it's got. I think he's got sound with it, doesn't he? Yep. Yep. He does a play-by-play. Play. I mean, it's there a fairly is, relaxing is. thing because he's they're out on a. It's a beach. It's a like ship. it's a beach, oceanside campground. So you know, you get the nice waves and everything. Water. It's kind of nice. I'm gonna shine a flashlight out there and see if that makes. So he's a filming it from the shore. He says, "I'm gonna shine a flashlight out towards it." He's like. So obviously he's and he describes his things being larger and we know that, you know, objects through a camera look further away. So he actually describes this as like a dreidor or looking like Anyways, a spin top. It's time to leave. It's been fun camping. He's like, it's time to leave camping now. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what we'd all say. Like, nah, and we're out of here. That's enough. camping. <laughs> wake us. up, wake up. Time to go. <laughs> and I heard planes earlier, but I couldn't see anything. It's pitch black. So we heard planes earlier. Yeah, but now there's no sound with this light. Absolutely amazing, though. Like, you can't... No idea what it is. And, and it does appear to be pulsing a little bit. Well, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, that just could be the camera, because yeah. it's like but, the aperture is trying to adjust. This. And now the thing is moving and not his hand filming, right? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I think he is both, quite yeah. excited at this point. I mean, anyone who would be filming a... Or, thinks that they're filming be able to see that. A, a UFO would probably be, have a lot of adrenaline at that point. I think he said he was fairly excited quite a show. when he saw this thing. So he's kind of try, he's trying his best to keep it still. Okay. I'm glad he didn't try and zoom in too, because that oh, just ruins this it. Video can be enhanced or like he just kind of has it in normal frame. Because uh, people are going to think I'm crazy or something. Now it's, it's like a seven minute video. So I got to see if I can, like where does the second there. light come in? So about three minutes in. Oh, a there it is. Light. Oh, there's okay, another light up above it. It's gone. Seems, wait, I didn't see a second oh, light. Three minutes yeah, in. Yeah, it popped in. You definitely saw it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely uh, saw it. People are going to think I'm crazy or something. But I got video. But yeah, he's fairly excited. Boom. Second light. Boom. Boom. Right there. Oh, there's another light up above it. Right. And then the, and then the, it's like they switch spots though, right? And now when I first saw that and I looked at that, I was thinking, remember when I think it was Dr. Michael Masters we were it's, talking it's, to who uh, was like, maybe higher. that's uh, the the, first how the craft, how we just perceive the craft moving it's even higher in time. Same same shape, right? It's, it's like operating it, like know, we see it in like a split second, but what's happening to that? That could have been like a ring shape, a long series of events. Yes, exactly, right? Because it does look like it was. It looked at two places at once, and the last one goes, and it 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 kind of looks like it pulses. It's a it's a really interesting, you know, transition of whatever that was, right? Because one disappears briefly to and then the the one that was the original one disappears kind of used to seeing foxes and stuff out here not this kind now, of stuff. now at at the end i think we get to the end it seems to take off out of frame here you can see it it's just fl it's starting to flicker and dim flicker and dim and it it almost looks like a candle going out or like a chinese, a chinese lantern chinese lantern <laughs> a china lantern <laughs> Now it's, now it's fading, fading, and then it's boom, this blinks away. Now, the most interesting part of that video to me is the flash of the second light, and then the like, you know how it how it pops into pops into frame, 
abruptly. They both kind of flicker, and then the original one disappears. It's weird, and they're both kind of like synchronized too, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's weird. So, like my, it's like they're fa- phasing into each other. My hmm. brain jumped to like p- perhaps this is Chinese synchronized lanterns, lanterns, or yeah. uh, how we, you know, this craft either you know using some gravity propulsion or something. This is how us watching that we're just perceiving it. Like maybe it 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 jumped time or something, or it's 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 beginning to travel to another time. And that's just how we perceive it is that little jump. Just just an interesting yeah. um transition for me. I kind of got my juices flowing. I mean, obviously the video is not great if you just watch that with no context, but like, well, that's a stupid video. But the story is like it's a little more interesting than that. So let, let's keep let's keep going through the case. So Shepard, you know, recognizing what he had caught, or perhaps, you know, more not recognizing what he had caught. He didn't know what he had caught on film it made but it made such an impact on him and such a had such an influence that he went and sought out you know the mufon network of canada so you know the mutual ufo network and so assistant director Stu bundy what a uh, what a fucking good what a name, name. Stu bundy i bet that guy got bundy but that guy got five touchdowns in one game in high school yeah <laughs> he played on the lacrosse team the water polo team and for the high school football, you played for the Flounders. Flounders? <laughs> the PEI Flounders team. by intimidating team. team name. It's a great team. All state. <laughs> all province. Yeah, all province, pal. <laughs> I, I was all province. <laughs> Stu, the captain of my team, Stu Bundy, led us yeah. to six Pro Bowls. <laughs> Letterman. <laughs> And then he became the assistant director of the MUFON Network. Network. I couldn't think of anybody more deserving. Right. Um, He said that there was an investigator assigned to the case, and they pretty much... um, uh, MUFON has like a... a, They're kind of interesting when you think about it, because it's like they they are an organization which is, you know, determined to kind of suss out the the good UFO reports from the not so good ones. So it's like when they apply their reasoning to a lot of these cases, it's like a lot of it, they're trying to, in essence, they're trying to disprove it. They're trying to, or at least they're trying to eliminate all the possibilities of what it could be. And then once all of those are gone and the last, you know, the, the remaining theory of being like, okay, well then most likely it's a UFO. um, They know what they have and they can actually kind of, you know, put that all together now they put out a uh, the the investigator that invest that went into this case, uh, you know, tried to explain what Shepard had captured on that tape. Now there are like uh, Stu Bundy went on to say that there are thousands reports, and from the there's actually like a UFO uh, survey, like a Canadian like the Canada UFO survey that is done every year. Apparently, I personally um, buy Stu Bundy he goes door to door that you have thousands of reports of possible UFO sightings. Now, a lot of these can actually be as explained like there, there's not a huge percentage. There's probably like, I think, 13 percent that really go. I mean, when you think about it, that's, that's still kind of a large number. Like if you think about it. Um, that there's still 13% of those that go unexplained. So those would technically qualify as UFOs. Uh, 
Bundy went on to go to say that a lot of these can be explained by either Sirius or the ISS, uh, these kinds of things. You know, that, now you have a, Starlink up there too, but and that's a real you know. thing though, because like you know, as you know, as people are like, oh, you say, but like me and Zell legit had a UFO sighting that we thought was legit sighting of a UFO. We saw two stars tailing each other, connect, and then go off as one. And it just turns out that we saw something docking the International Space Station flying overhead. That's cool. That's really cool. It was pretty awesome <laughs> at, at the time. But at the same time, we were on maybe a little bit of a we were on, hallucinogenics. We were on hallucinogenics. <laughs> and so it was... We, at the time where we went... Wait, do we really just see that? And then in the news the next day, like if you looked up at the <clears throat> at the night sky last night, you may have caught this. And we're like, yeah. oh, okay, we did. Because it was like, it was mind blowing. It was. We we're all standing there like, whoa. Mind bottled. Yeah. But the investigation found that neither of those explanations or those prosaic or mundane explanations could fit with Shepard's sighting. Mm. Um, didn't hold up. Didn't hold up. Uh, I did go on to find something interesting that MUFON uses an open source computer program called Stellarium. So this is one of those things that you can, um, it's actually has a browser version as well. Uh, and you can actually use this. It's like a home planetarium. Um, you can actually go back to, uh, you can put in a date and a time and a location and it will show you what was in the night sky at that time? That's uh, cool. Turns awesome. satellites, what? turns to stars, planets, like badass. All of those. How things. far back does it go? Uh, at least, I mean, it goes all the way back to like the eighties. At least, like, wow. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I got, that's as far I as I went. Program back up here. I'm not sure how far it goes back. Did you I, did you create an account? Because I didn't create an account, so I can't do that. But. If you create an account, you must be able to do uh, that. I just, I, I don't know. I opened the browser version and it was like, it. there's at the bottom, it has like date and time. And I just like went all the way back as far as I could or went back as far as like 1980 because I was looking at some other, some other stuff, like some other UFO sightings. Um, yeah, it's like, I got to get to the bottom of a couple Oh, other dude, things. you can't. Oh, it's right there. Right yeah. So, boom. Yeah. So you can, you can punch in a date and time and you can look at the, so the night sky or the day sky and it'll tell you what was what was out there at that time, including satellites and things like that. What so. was it? Hey, bookmark June that 2014. tool. Bookmark that tool because that's such a good tool when people call in for Cosmic Channels and they have a UFO setting. If they can remember a date, we can pull up the fucking stars that day. Right. It's, I usually cool. use that when I like, if somebody says something, like they saw something and then I'm like, okay, what direction were you facing? What time was it? And then you can usually punch it into a, to one of these. Um, Stellarium is probably one of the, the good ones. Um, there's a couple of apps that do the same kind of function. Oh, this is dope. That's really fucking thing. cool. Yeah. So I'm, go, go all night. It tells you where dusk oh, and dawn cool. is. Right. And it tells you where stuff's going to be. So like you can put in a date or a future date. If you want to be like, I want to find this planet um, for all you amateur astronomers 20, out there. Oh, 20, 2055. Let's see if the world ends or not. <laughs> I don't, 2055. I it, well, come on. You put just in, said, Dan. Dan, you just said that it shows you where things are going to be. So let's see if there's going to be stars in the sky. Hey, we're still good. There's only still one way alive. to find out. Put it to 1977 and let's see if the Death Star is in the sky or not, or in the space. If it's not in space, it's fake. We know this. What? Go to 77 if the Death Star is not in space. Why would it be here? But it, wouldn't it be in orbit around Moon it's, not a, it's, it's in a fucking galaxy <laughs> far away, moron. Yeah. Can't you zoom in? There's wouldn't a zoom it be in a long time right ago? There. It's it's Maybe. in the Dagobah system. Yeah. No. Can I zoom in? Oh, I can zoom in. Yeah. How many? 
Parsecs, can you zoom in? Was that Dagobah right there? Probably. Looks like it, and I don't see a Death Star. It's not real. It's fake. What's that? Duba. Doobie. Never mind. <laughs> hey, Doobie. 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 That's my new favorite Doobie. fucking star. Doobie Doo. That's bright. Holy Doobie shit. Baby out. Holy. Are you going to, you're going to fucking land on it. <laughs> I'm going right to, I'm going right to Doobie. Enhance. Here we go. Enhance. 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 Oh, that's as far as I go. That's as far as I can go. Well, All right. Well, it's gone. okay. Later, I'm going to spark one up in honor of Doobie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go for some Star Wars. So that's one of the tools that Mufon uh, has at its disposal to try and investigate with. I mean, I I figure that would be one of the better ones to be like, first, okay, let's let's knock out the idea that it was a star or it was a planet or, you know, an unusually bright planet at the time. Uh, you can go with those. But Mufon's also got people on staff. They've got drone experts. So Mufon actually has a drone expert. And they you know, some people be like, oh, maybe it was just like, you know, a high flying drone or something like that out in the ocean. Their drone experts said that's probably unlikely because given that there's a 20 kilometer hour per per hour winds at night in that area. So no drone battery at like would be able to to last the long last as long as the lights were there that Shepard observed that night. Well, and, and drones, and no. drones have come a long way too. 2014, seven years ago, drones have like tripled in power and efficiency so back then they were still like shitty uh, yeah. but what about those well, sh- what about shitty. the the military drones that we thought they were working on previously right like we thought that potentially the, the military had that technology way earlier than the general public if this were an area if this were an area where there were like a like a lot of military bases were prevalent i think that would have like that, that would have some that would hold water but i don't think there's a lot of military bases like out yeah, yeah there's nukes there's nukes in but, victoria pal Okay, we got this. Nanaimo. Do they have a sign? Nanaimo. Nanaimo. Dan. Do they have a sign? Uh, they have a sign. <laughs> we, wait, we know they're not in Nanaimo because there's a sign that's. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone from Canada knows Nanaimo is a nuclear weapon free city. It says so on the sign when you come in. Every other city may have nukes. <laughs> but Nanaimo is nuclear of free its since 93, pal. So there are other experts or other um, other people that offered up explanations. Once the na- once the story about Shepard's uh, video footage uh, gained a little bit of traction, and people kind of, I would say, people took it seriously. Like a number of people kind of came up and offered up explanations about what he saw. So you had um, Paul Gray, who was the Halifax president of the Royal Astronomical Society of Canada. Uh, and he's been an amateur astronomer for 27 years, which at that point I'd be like, well, how, why are you not an expert at 27 years? Oh, but like, Just because he's not getting paid. I guess, yeah. Yeah, he's not professional because he's not getting paid. So that makes sense. Um, he's got the expertise, but he's not a professional. Now, Gray... We were believes. professionals. We're now no longer professionals. <laughs> we're, yeah, amateur we're, we're podcasters. No longer <laughs> uh, Gray believes that Shepard may have filmed... A, a flight, an Air Canada flight, which was approaching the Ilse de la Madeleine airport, uh, which is out across that bay. Um, it, it is in, directly it is across. In, it is directly across that bay, um, and says that that airport's runway directly in line with the area of the North Shore where Shepard was filming. So this is a possible explanation of what that was. 
So like he put the aircraft, put its landing gear down or something. And yeah, he's saying that normally landing lights in the aircraft are turned on like 10 to 15 minutes before landing. And they can be seen as far as 160 kilometers away. And the Ile de Madeleine airport is not, it's, it's definitely less than, I think it's definitely less than 160. Like it's not that far. He's got, he's got like 25 minutes worth of footage though, altogether. Like there's several videos. There's so, yeah, no way it took yeah. that long to land. Also, and then also, also, right. the one issue I have, I would say, you know what? That's a reasonable conclusion. That's a reasonable conclusion. All the facts you're saying, if I were to read that, see the facts, I'd say, hey, that lines up. That's probably what happened, except for the second light. Right. And that that's something that, you know, people can... Uh, uh, definitely challenges that theory where you can be like, okay, where'd the second light come from? Because what were the, were the planes like landing on top of each other? Like, that's the question I would ask. Docking like, each okay. other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, that airport though, I'm looking at the map. Mm-hmm. That That's like a smaller island way off of PEI. How far away is um, it from? I'm going to guess by the legend, I'm going to say 20, 40, 60, 80, 120, 40, 60, 80. Dude, at least minimum 200k, and you can right. see him from one six, 160, right? Is that what we? Because uh-huh. the the other right. interesting thing too is like I was listening to an interview with this guy, and he was saying like he when he, while he was filming, it was so overcast that night he could put his hand in front of his face and he wouldn't be able to see his hand. Like it was crazy overcast. Okay. So, yeah. There's, there's, and if it was overcast, there's, 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 there's no there's, way. Yeah, there was talk of dirt coming. Talk of dirt coming for you, babe. There's talk of dirt coming for sure. Who's your father? Um, Zell, just really quick side note. I had an, just an absolute colossal failure. Oh, God. Lost the recording. I just hit re-record. <laughs> you lost the whole recording. Everything. Scold him publicly. <laughs> Scold him. Shame Zell. him. Shame. Uh, it's now re-recording. Ah! Good thing we're not on Spotify. <laughs> uh, no, I, it just uh, shows over. Absolute shows over. critical error. I'm, I'm hanging rebooted up. the uh, Pro Tools and I'm re-recording. You handled all that very calmly, by the way. I will say, well, like you don't even look you like you're what? sweating that much more. So, if you were in studio, maybe a rock bottom through the table, but I can't get to you. So, what am I going to do? <laughs> Put you're that rock there. bottom on layaway. I can't get, I can't get through. I can't get through the webcam. Yeah. So uh, there's literally it's, nothing. It's like happened. It. Uh, critical <laughs> failure. Uh, I got some error code I've never seen before. You're worse than Andrew. And it's unexpected error. It's worse than the Andrew. program just closed and I was sitting here just side eyeing it going, Ooh, this is not. Is good. me being a bad, even being bad, even a thing anymore though. We've, this is a war. Mongo studios is a well-oiled machine. Now we're installing hard drives, boys. Things Works are happening. Mongoose Studios 2.0. I apologize profusely. And well, I accept all shame coming my way. Shame. I'm Everyone shame publicly shame Braden for his terrible shame. Comp- Sorry. Let me make a note make, saying he needs, first half of podcast not usable. Exactly. <laughs> and Braden's also going to march naked while we shake shame. bells at him saying shame. shame. Oh, yeah. There'll be some shame. There'll be some shame. <laughs> <laughs> on a personal so, level, uh, a ton of shape. Like we like we mentioned before, uh what is it you refer to them as the Maritimes? Yeah. Do have quite a history of uh UFO reports. Now uh, I mentioned the uh 
like the Canadian UFO survey uh, earlier. And this is actually like a survey, a nationwide survey that began in 1989. And they've actually been finding in the last couple of years, uh, UFO sightings have been on the rise. And specifically, flap, in, baby. So specifically in 2020, there were 1,243 UFO sightings recorded in Canada. And this is probably the highest or one of the highest total numbers of UFO reports recorded in a single year since it began in 1989. Yeah, and the reason is because everyone was stuck in lockdown, sitting in their backyards, not being able to go out, and all they had to do was keep those eyes on the skies. And guess what? Canadians listened, and they did. And guess what? They saw fucking UFOs. Told you so. We've been telling you every week. Yeah, but also though, like as we like as the years go on, there's going to be more and more shit in the sky, is there not? Like we're putting up, we got fucking drones, we got planes, we got fucking everything. Yeah, but those like, are there's easy. more lights in the sky more than ever, and here, and, and you're right about that. So about you have the all of that stuff in the sky, but like I said before, that specific report in 2020, 13 percent of all of those UFO reports were classified as unexplained. So those are the ones that would most by likely MUFON. By by the Canadian UFO survey, okay, um, which includes like that's that's MUFON as well. So the Canadian UFO survey actually pulls its data uh, from a couple of different UFO organizations within Canada. MUFON being among them, I think it's like six or seven uh, actual ones uh, that I think each province province kind of has its own, and then MUFON has like a whole national network as well. They pull they aggregate all the all the data. And put it together in a nice little report, which they've been doing uh, for the last couple of years. Um, one of the findings that they found was uh, interesting thing is that you would think that a lot of the times uh, with some of these UFO reports, the the spikes you'll normally see are in uh, in summertime. And I think we've talked about this before, where it's that it's usually because in summertime because it's nicer uh, to be outside. You know, people it's not wintertime. People everybody's inside. Uh, trying to keep warm uh, so that's why you that could account for the rise in these things but it, the interesting thing is with some of these reports especially in the last couple of years in Canada specifically you see actual jumps in April and in August which is strange none of those in Ooh. August are coming from BC I can promise you that yeah because all see you see anything. is smoke <laughs> just nothing. smoke thick you know, no one needs to smoke cigarettes anymore. You just have to walk outside. It's awful. Smoking trees, baby. Smoking trees. <laughs> it's, it's, a, you know, that's an interesting, in April and August. Now, you know, just, just speaking from, you know, Vancouver Island, this is obviously West Coast. This is literally a world away from fucking PEI. But usually... In April, we get a nice break from winter and we get it's usually unseasonably warm in April with like unseasonably warm temperatures. So it's like we will go from like rainy winter to like beautiful, beautiful, like mid 20s weather for a month in April before we get like May. May kind of goes back and we get a little more tail end of rain. But like since I've lived on Vancouver Island, that's been the case. So I wonder it's very similar um, East Coast as well, where maybe they get that like that really nice April. So it's like, you know, everyone's instantly pushed outside because they're like, oh, it's so nice. 
winter's over. We're getting this nice break in weather. Um, and people are outside more in April than they are in May, June, July. Uh, you know, cause you just get busy again. And it's, it's, you know, in April, I really enjoy my Aprils. We do the running challenge and stuff because I have nothing planned. I literally, I'm, you know, coming out of winter where it's like, you know, we get the rainy season and all of a sudden you get this nice weather and you have nothing planned. So it's, you know, I'm outdoors all the time in April. I probably practicing do the most. That, practicing that wiffle ball change up. Yeah. Practicing yep. wiffle ball change up. And I probably get more camping done in April than I do the rest of the year. So it's like, to me, when you say that, as surprising as it sounds, when I think about it, I go, well, no, that's me in a nutshell because I go, in April, I enjoy it. The rest of the summer, I'm busy. And then usually by August, right around this time, I'm going, fuck, it's August. I got to enjoy the rest of the summer. Rainy season's right around the corner. Like, I got to fucking get out and... Yeah, but you're not talking for all of Canada. I am. You know why? I'm an average Canadian right across the board. (laughs) No, because I thought I, when I went on tour with the band. Less than average in some aspects. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I went on tour with the band in April and May, and we were like, oh, we're going to camp because, you know, we're from interior BC, so camping season starts like mid-April. Not anywhere else in Canada. It's fucking snow and ice and shit. No one's camping yet. Only in BC. Mm. Maritimes, I'd imagine it's rainy as fuck and probably still freezing. Doesn't snow maybe as much, but... So what you're saying is a lot of a lot of talk of dirt coming. A lot of talk of dirt coming. Talk of dirt coming, by Talk of dirt is. Yeah, talk of dirt coming. Talk of dirt coming. Who's your father? So possibly that could be an explanation for the, like I said, this is an aggregate of all Canadian UFO sightings. So perhaps the spike in April is that BC. Like that Maybe. is the, um, pe- more people are getting out camping for camping season. That's when it begins. So then you have a lot more people outside observing UFOs. Could possibly perhaps. be. Perhaps. Um, so now uh, you have, this is not the only UFO sighting within the last few years. Like the 2014 sighting by John Shepard is not the only one. Um, like an, it's not an isolated incident. You have other UFOs and you have another video um, that was, uh, that made its rounds in July 6th of 2021. And this one was five UFOs that were spotted uh, near Carbonear, Canada, which is a, um, a little bit northeast of uh, Prince Edward Island, out like farther out towards the Atlantic. And this one, these people uh, caught five of these floating orange lights that they couldn't figure out what it is. And I don't think there were any really uh, specific answers given as to what they actually saw so not we, only not only did they catch five ufos but they also created absolute comedic fucking gold in this video yep yeah and uh we're gonna we're gonna play that video but first we gotta refill the beers because it is gold fucking so, gold we'll gold be jerry right <laughs> gold baby Hey, we're back. Hey boys, you're back. Yes, bye, we're back. So we were talking specifically right. about the July 6, 2021 this signing. Is, this or it is seems fucking recent. Like it seems pretty recent that there's another UFO sighting not too far from where uh John Shepard saw his sighting and there's not there, there's a couple other ones as well but this one this one definitely sticks in your mind for more than Did, one reason yes <laughs> more than one reason 
It's the best. This right. is the best video I've watched since I've been part of this podcast. It's the best it's UFO video I have probably watched ever. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I think you got to rewind it there, Zell. Oh, shit. We're at the yeah. too far. Yeah, okay, fucking we're back to start. Back to start. Do the same thing up in there. Stay three UFOs. <laughs> Told you. I seen them last night. You sure they're not Chinese lanterns? No, Ant, they're way too big, boy. I don't know. They're way too Ant, big, boy. And you don't show up big like that. They're only little tiny things. We're telling them. Only little tiny things. This video is pretty amazing. But though. that's exactly what close that's what Shepard saw. Is those two no lights Chinese like lanterns. right underneath each other? Just like One, that. One, two, yep. three, four. One, two, three, four. Though they're saying there's two gone. There's two gone. Four. You're way too big for Chinese lantern, and you're way up the sky, Johnny Lantern's small. <laughs> you're ah. showing the same thing up and down. <laughs> this is a great description. It's so good. <laughs> the, be the, the best part not, is they're not. They're just Chinese lanterns, and Guan with Chan. They're too fucking big now. They look like fucking Bombardier up in the sky, there, pal. Go away with Chan. Who's your father? They're just chi a couple tiny lanterns. <sighs> Go on with your on. I know you're not fucking stunned there. It's too fucking big there. I seen them when I was on Arnie's crew. Go away with your on. There's, it's, you know, there's talk of dirt coming. We wouldn't even see these tomorrow. No one's launching tiny lanterns. Go on with your on. You're some fucking crook now. Way too fucking big. Go on with your on. Who knit ya? Go on with your on. You got it shagged up. Oh, go on with Yan. You got no yawn me nerves. Go on with me, Yan. You got me drove. Oh, go on with Yan. I know you're not stunned. You got me right rotted. Go on with Yan. Where'd you be by? Oh, go on with Yan. Look at yourself. Your hair is like a birch birch broom in the fritz. <laughs> <laughs> go on with Yan. Your eyes are like a caplet and going offshore. Oh, go on with Yan. Yeah, I mean, I looked, I took a gander, now I'm taking a gawk. <laughs> oh, you never took a gawk in your life, Duran. Oh, just lordy. Hey, get you around the fucking oh, carter, Duran. One your mother and a father. Oh, you'd lodge it on the bridge, oh, there, fucking Dan. Telling jigs and yawns. Mind you now. Hey, go go on to your Sunday mean, bye. Yes, bye. Hey, yes, no, bye. No kidding, yeah. eh? Uh, mind yeah, your guess. mouth, you old trout, eh? Yes, yeah, the talk of dirt coming. Oh, talk of dirt coming. All right, go away with you. Go away with you. Basically, how it went. that's pretty much how it went. And that is one hundred percent how it went. Uh, my favorite part of the video is where the subtitles cut out. There is like there are subtitles <laughs> yeah. that are put out, and the subtitles cut out because I'm pretty sure that the person subtitling it had no idea what they were saying. He's just like, I gonna, fucking I quit. Don't know. <laughs> Poor intern working at the New York Post, being like, I don't fucking know yeah. what happened here. <laughs> what the fuck are these? Fantastic video though. It is a great. That is a great UFO video. I Phenomenal so. UFO it show, it shows them, video. It shows them very well. Um, but it's got the two. It's got the two lights. I, like we said, there were four lights, but there's two lights on on the uh, on the far right side that are lined up right underneath each other. It looks very similar to what John Shepard saw uh, in 2014. So there's something. Yeah. Very similar. Very similar. So there's something to be said about that. I think that you can find that these lining up these these two lights are, you know, like Brayden said, maybe it's all the same light. It's just at different periods in time. Right. Well, two again, they say in the video that two disappear. 
right? They say two disappear, and that, but and then they zoom out though, and then there's two, and they're back. <laughs> I, do you mean to tell me that Anne is so <laughs> is so stunned? That she zoomed in on her phone and was looking like, two disappeared, eh? And she's like, no, Anne. That's exactly what no, I'm Anne. telling you. Go away with you. Zoom out. And she's like, oh, yeah, Go away there with you. <laughs> Go on with you. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, see, what I think is I think originally there was potentially six lights. Because we okay. only ever see four. And she counts them. One, two, three, four. Briefly after, she says, two have gone. And then we see four again. So what I think is either there was six lights, two vanished, or two of the four vanished and then reappeared. But either okay. way, that is fucking phenomenal footage. The footage is, it's, that's a better video than the original, actually. It's undeniable. Like glowing orbs. So that's like so UFO sightings not only from that from that area you have another sighting from 2018 on Prince Edward Island itself and there is a uh, a man named Jim Bruce who had a sighting around the last day of September around 11 p.m. That's uh, a fucking that man's name. That is Jim a man's Bruce. name. Come like, on, than Stu hey, that guy. Hey, listen, I'm Jim Bruce. You talk Jim shit Bruce. to Jim Bruce. That guy's gonna give hey, you listen. an uppercut. I don't know. I've I've heard never trust a person who has two first names. Hey, listen, Dan, Dan, Dan. Jim, Jim Bruce was so serious that they had to fucking slang his first name because James Bruce was just too much. They're like, he's hey, too he's strong. Too sh- this, the, whoa, really? Well, I heard Jim Bruce has got a toenail on the end of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> is that- oh no. Is that why is that, is that so like, funny? Is I that don't the, know. is that the pinnacle of masculinity? <laughs> like never, pinnacle. You don't know what that's from. Your you don't know what that's extra from. Toenails like that. I should. Oh, come on, that's vintage Will Ferrell. Good. Oh, Bill Brasky. Bill Brasky. Come on, man. Oh fuck, that's funny. <laughs> Toenail. <laughs> I lost it. I, lost, I can't keep it together now. Jim Bruce and his fucking toenail. So that is a that is a possible uh, that is a possible reason as to why uh, the UFOs came to investigate Jim Bruce because he saw these objects flashing um, and just stopped dead uh, out from his point of view where he was viewing these things in Sturgeon, and they sh- he reports that they shot in a ninety degree angle. Toward his home, stopped again, flew in a circle, hovered, and then he's quoted as saying it shot off and disappeared over the horizon faster than any satellite I had ever seen. Now, I had, from what I had, because I tried to dig into old Jimmy Bruce, and um, the one thing that I noticed about this is that, again, no sound, right? Like this, whatever this object, there was no description of any sound. Right. So it's, it, you know, there was, you know, you think if these things were shooting like this, if it was an airplane, you would hear it or a drone, you would hear it. But there's no description of any sound that I could find. And we get that with a lot of UFOs where it's like people see yep. these things and they say there's absolutely no sound from these craft of whatever it is. Uh, you'd expect to hear something, um, you know, I mean, that could be an indication of the what propulsion methods that they're using, you know, uh, 
obviously they're probably not using traditional uh, not fossil fuels. turbine generated lift yeah. or anything like that. Like we use with our craft. Uh, but e- even then I would still think like, oh, maybe you'd hear some type of sound, whether it's kind of like the expansion of air or like moving uh, expansion or, you know, the filling in of, of voids of air where a, a craft would be. I would think you would hear perhaps something, you know, even a generating, even generating an, like an electrical field will still make some type of sound hum or something. But yeah, the fact that they like snap over the horizon, it seems like they should cause like a, you know, they're breaking the sound barrier. Right. Right. They should cause a bit like sonic boom. Yeah. And so many sightings they're they have no audio. They're, they're completely silent. So it's got, yeah, you gotta, we gotta imagine that whatever technology they're using to travel that fast is altering physics as we know it. Like, cause there's no way, like if you can't, there's no possible way that we know of that you can shoot a gun and have it not crack like that. Right. Like an instant acceleration. Yeah. So whatever, whatever they have is like something well beyond what we know. Like unbelievably fast. <laughs> now, the, probably the most natural question you can ask is why would, <laughs> certain craft or extraterrestrials perhaps being interested in this area of uh, of Canada, of northern Canada. Why wouldn't they be? But you got a guy walking around with a toenail dick. <laughs> Goddamn <laughs> Jim Bruce answers it right there. <laughs> it's because you have guys like Jim Bruce and Ron Pond that inhabit this region of Canada. Just men of men. Yeah, men of men. And the aliens are intrigued of, of the <laughs> quality Bun- of these men. Well, stupid. I don't Stu think Stu Bundy. Bundy? I don't I've think Stu Bundy's from, from, from there, there too. I, I don't think Stu he should He be. was born there and he left that yeah. area. Yeah. That's something so. in this area <laughs> makes men hey, of men. We got a fucking regular Bermuda Triangle of fucking men's men forming in the <laughs> Maritimes. That's right, we do. Right? <laughs> Like, I guarantee you, you can form a triangle between Ron Pond, fucking Jimmy Bruce, and Stu Bundy, where they live. Perfect triangle. Boom. I bet <laughs> yeah, all the UFOs tell, are around you tell, there. Wait, you're telling me three points together, make try, if you connect them all, there's yes, a triangle? exactly. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm man. saying, you find out where they are at one point, they're always forming a triangle. I bet. Right. Wherever they are. A perfect scaling it's the, triangle. it's the fucking, <laughs> it's the man's triangle. Yeah. It's, it it might be first. shocking for you guys to understand this, but us BC boys are from the furthest distance away from that <laughs> possible. <laughs> or nowhere close. Yeah. Not even, not at all. Nah, yeah. So, it, is there uh, a way to invert should... a triangle? <laughs> and Con we mentioned Ryan Pond, whose origins, uh, who origins stem from the Shag Harbor incident. Shag Harbor is not that far from Prince Edward Island. Of so course, it's part of the man's triangle. Right. It's it's yes. right down in there. So it's right like you there. have this is perhaps the Shag Harbor incident, something that was the catalyst for something happening here. Are they still looking for well, whatever crash? Because that was a so- that was a submerged UFO incident. Yeah, you know? uh, that was uh, transmedium. Oh. It went from went from air to water. Now, here's the thing. You know, Dan, you just sparked something for me. It's like maybe Shag Harbor sparked this thing off. But maybe these things haven't found what they're looking for. Right. Right. It's, in the, they've climbed the highest mountains and they've sailed the. Still to, haven't found what they're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it took a second for them to land, but that's gold. That's great. 
They still haven't found what they're, what looking, they're looking for. for. But what they've been hey, looking for. I I fucking blew it on this because oh, I listened to this. Okay, so um, what's John Shepard came on the nighttime podcast and it, they interviewed him about this whole incident, and it was really cool because he he was said because they stayed at that camping site right. They were there for whatever. I think it was over a week. Hold on, I'm confused. Which incident? The the toenail back, dick? Back to oh. the original. Not not toenail no, dick. Not, <laughs> not John John Brasky or whatever. John Brown or Jim Bruce. Okay. Jimmy Bruce. Okay, the first Bruce. guy. First guy. Stu Bundy. No. no. Shepard. John, John Shepard. John Shepard. Commander John Shepard. <laughs> Commander John Shepard. <laughs> they stayed at that campsite for a week. And he said the night after, there was a fucking helicopter all blacked out flying really low over that entire area. And it did about like five or six fucking sweeps. Are you talking about oh. uh, John? Or you're sorry, you're talking about Don Ledger? No, I'm talking about the fucking guy that saw the UFO the first time, oh, John, John Shepard. Yeah, John Shepard, yes. Okay, yeah. sorry, my bad. Keep up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought you were making a joke there. No, no, no. He's no. drunk. That's he's just fucking drunk. He just asked asked who it was. We told you. I we asked, yeah, you asked who it was. We told you. Then you asked asked. You reassured yourself with the wrong name. Listen, I've had six drinks. Too many laminates. I, I wasn't listening the first time. And then I started, I was like, okay, Andrew actually sounds like this might be interesting. Who was it again? <laughs> John Jack Shepard. John Shepard. John Shepard. So also working on a script for this incident, by the way. But yeah. that being said, is he really? The military. Yeah, he talked about it. And okay. th the guy interviewed him. He's like, so who's going to play you? And he's like, oh, myself, of course. Right. Of course. All right, dude. Yeah, right, that's cool. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so that that brings the like idea a about chopper. Yeah, low a chop fly, chopper. Chopper. I'll start calling them that. Chopters. Um, it was a big old chopper. He made it very clear. He's like, I wouldn't know what a military helicopter looked like, but this looked like a military helicopter. Like, that what? sounds so like, weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what? Okay. So how would you know what a military helicopter exactly looked like if you didn't know what a helicopter looked? Okay. Guy's right. a beauty though. He's Got super it. cool. But the thing is, is like he's making his script and all that. And he's like, he's like, why don't I use this to make he even admits he's like, why wouldn't I use this to get a you know a few minutes of fame here? But that's at the same what we time, would do too. That's what we would uh, do too. But exactly, but he has As he, he didn't make it up. He's got the fucking video. It's not like he's, he's fabricating anything. He's got a video. And he he's open about saying he's like, I'm not sure if this is a UFO or not, but it's fucking weird. It doesn't make sense, whatever this is. Sorry for derailing everything with that. No, that That's makes fine. No, it's that good. Was good. Get get that back in. Get that in. So it's um, you kind of wonder whether like if these UFOs are here to find something or they here to retrieve something. Uh, one What's interest. In the, what could possibly be in the fucking Maritimes that these uh, things the could manliest be of for? men? They're probably going there collecting sperm. They want to make fucking or, super soldiers or. There's another mysterious site that's located in that area. Oh my god, they're going after the fucking Templar's gold. You son of a bitch. Oak <laughs> Island. You son of a bitch. Right? Oak Island. That's the whole that's the center of the triangle right there. Go on with you. It's not, but it's not. Which we I mean, if we you, should move. I it. mean, if you put another point you like farther out into the Atlantic. Yeah, if you extend it way out. Wait, yeah. no, they, in that treasure box, there's just the most manliest thing ever. That's hey, all it Burmester. is. No treasure, just manly shit. Manly stuff. Bur I know Burmeester's yeah, listening to this. Sports Illustrated and a flashlight. I football. want a picture of the of Oak Island on a map and just draw a triangle around that and go Ron Pond, Stu, whatever cities are closest. I don't care. And just put the three, the the man triangle around, right perfectly around. Bundy and Oak Jim Island. Bruce. Yeah. Bundy, 
Pond. Bruce. Jimmy Bruce. Bruce. (laughs) So Oak Island is actually located not very far from either of these places. It is up there in Nova Scotia as well and in that northern part of Canada. And it's even been associated with UFO sightings in the past. So you had two brothers, Sam and Davis William, uh, who were on vacation at a rental property on West Beach Drive in that area. And they said they had actually spotted a lighted object over the water uh, around dusk in 2009, July. Now, they had described as this object being a single row of colored uh, colored lights, which is a little bit different than what uh, Shepard and the, also the other video that we showed uh, what they saw, which seemed to be the colors seemed to be kind of like a, a light amber color. It's not necessarily uh, changing colors, but maybe these ones were actually closer to to the witnesses. And they said these lights or these these lights were changing from red to white to blue, and that they hovered and maneuvered for less than a minute, and then they kind of hung out there. And but they were clearly visible in you know in the dusk. Uh, like sunlight. Hey, it wasn't a Sam Williams weird. and Davis Williams. Those aren't strong names. I don't believe them for a second. Red, Not very manly. Credibility is down. That's fucking, those are, that's deep classified United States top secret military craft. Who that's, else that's is going to That's a three on the Jim Bruce scale for yeah. manly names. <laughs> yeah. For manly names. Sam Williams. <laughs> My name's Sam Williams. Well, they're not yeah, they're not uh they're not from or Sam the, the, they're not from the man triangle. They're from Missouri, I think. I think so. Oh. Or no wait, I don't Lots know what's MO. Is that a province? Is that Man- Manitoba? No. It's it's either Missouri or it's It's a, Missouri. It's Missouri. Dang. Yeah, it's a whole different triangle down there, you know. <laughs> it's it's curious. It's curious that the the red, white, and blue, right? Like to me, those lights. I'm like, that's a. I mean, I guess was this July fourth? It was I was in July. Off. It was July twenty eighth. Yeah, I remember they're off. I'm just like they're, they're still partying. Yeah, they're still the red, white, and blue flashing lights to me. I'm like, what? I mean, yeah. But, when they say red, white, and blue, it, it, to me, it sounds like that's more like an airplane. Cause yeah. it's more like that's green. It could be it's, you know, they have green lights, but they could possibly have been, you know, farther out or, you know, certain, uh, atmospheric conditions can alter the color a little bit or the perception, the perception of color. So it could probably be like, Oh, it looked like it was red or it looked like it was blue, but it's actually green. So I don't know, but you know, people are seeing UFOs over, Oak Island, which is possibly we've talked about, is the possible resting place of a number of artifacts, including, you know, Ark of the Covenant, could be Templar Gold, Templar Secrets, some type of that. The Man's thing. Triangle of Treasures. Triangle. Uh, but there UFO, could possibly be some. UFO it is base. the location of the money pit. So it is something is down Something's there. there. Was that Something's shitty movie? There. The Money Pit? Yeah, that was a terrible movie. <laughs> There's a movie called The Money Pit. It was You've about never this. seen Money Pit? Like money I don't watch any ball. movies. I don't watch any movies oh anymore. Oh my god, you guys are killing me. It's actually not a what? terrible movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> okay, okay. It's got Tom Hanks in it. Come on. Uh, okay, well, gives a couple of extra points. So like, who's it? Who is Ollie Olive Oil from fucking on um, Popeye? What's her name? She's in The Shining. T- no, no, she wasn't in The Shining. No, she's from Cheers. What's her name? The blonde, Shelley Long. Shelley Long. Are you think it's Shelley? Yeah, Tom Hanks, Shelley right? Long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. 
perhaps if these UFOs are here looking for something that could be a place that they would be interested in, or they're looking for something there. Treasure. Here's, here's, you know, I'm that makes me think that dude, I buy into what's his name. Uh, What's Dr. What's Mike's Dr. Michael masters. People coming back in time, looking for fucking treasure. Right. Okay. I was thinking I was on the same brain. Treasure. Obviously whatever they're looking for in their time is gone. It, the whatever has been found is found and they're coming back in time in hopes of finding <clears throat> it. Right. They're like, maybe if we go to 2020, maybe it's still there. Right. And they come and they're like, Oh fuck, it's not here. I dig it. I dig it. Well, what right? do you think it is? We were thinking, what, do you, what do you think they're looking for? Holy grail. Yeah. Why not? Well, the Holy grail is, what do you mean? What's the Holy grail then to them? Well, what if like, what wasn't it Anunnaki who with gold was like their fuel or whatever. Monoatomic gold. Yeah, so maybe that's what's in their chest. Maybe they're coming back looking for it. And it's only in this specific yeah, location. Yeah, that's the biggest, that's the, the most of it. Special okay. Templar fucking... I, I'm not going to poo-poo the theory. I, I think it's possible. Or because there's so many sightings around this area, the Maritimes. What if, because we always talk about, okay, maybe, maybe like, you know, extraterrestrials are not, they're not coming here from somewhere. They're already here. And we always talk about like they have like maybe underground or underwater bases. Maybe there's just a base off the coast. And that's why there's so many sightings. So another thing I would say about the underwater base theory is perhaps you could draw a connection between there has been a marked decrease in the population of North American right whales in that area. So from the Bay of Fundy, which is usually... Which is right there underneath there. There's actually been an observed decrease in the amount of right whales there. They said they would have like tons of them coming there. And from the last couple of years on, like there have virtually been none. Like the the area has been devoid of these whales, which are a critically endangered species. Like they've just been gone. Like they they don't they don't know where they are anymore at this point. So they're getting they're getting abducted. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. They're getting pushed. Hear me out. Hear me out. In Vancouver, for the past like 10 years, there's been an initiative to lower the amount of um, ship noise underwater, right? So ships, Mm -hmm. when they come into the port of Vancouver, dial right back. And that's because a couple years ago, they realized that orca whales and stuff were not coming around the area because of all this ship traffic and the noise. The underwater noise is almost deafening to them. So there's been this big push to, you know, slow ship traffic down around the port of Vancouver uh, when they're coming in to allow the orcas and stuff, you know, to reduce the noise so they can come back in the era. And we've right. seen that that's happened. They've they've actually said that this initiative of slowing the traffic down has been a success. They've seen orcas coming back in the area. So obviously the noise levels are back and whatever frequencies are back at a <laughs> reasonable level off the coast of the maritimes here it's not because these things whatever they operate on and maybe these anti you know gravity propulsion systems or whatever are putting off a frequency that is so loud but we can't or so low so low or so loud that it's deafening to these whales that they don't want to be anywhere in the area right so they're they're just pushing away because whatever these things put off is is unbearable for them yeah there's also but that's also a possibility because they have found not only have they been disappearing but there's also been an unusual um 
an unusual increase in the deaths of right whales. Like they have found the the bodies and the remains of right whales, and a lot of them have died. Why do I sound like you're saying right whales? Well, they are right whales. It's right whales. Right whales. Yeah, right. North American. <laughs> Right, like North Atlantic. Saying, Sorry, North Atlantic. I thought you were trying North to say American. white whales. I'm no, like, right what the whales. Why does he keep saying right <laughs> whales? What about the wrong whales? Um, there's actually been a, a number of like of the ones that they've found, and I found an interesting fact that they, uh, they do they name the right whales, and some of the right whales are actually named after Marvel characters. <laughs> Well, that's fucking they have cool. like a mystique and a Wolverine and uh, like they had a bunch of names from Marvel comics, which I thought was pretty great. Um, but the sad thing is, is that they've been finding a lot of these right whales have been um, dying from undetermined causes. That's sad. Yeah, they're getting killed by alien infrasound technology. Yeah, fuck that's off, aliens. Here. Stop killing hey, our whales. Fu- hey, listen. Funny, on with you. Yeah, all right. Quick little fact. Although... The blue whale is the largest whale and the largest animal on the planet. The nuts, the testes of the right whale, are actually ten times larger of that of the ten blue whale. Ten times from the ten result times of- with each one weighing up to five hundred and twenty-five kilograms. <laughs> Holy shit! The biggest nuts in the world. Also, they're dying. The they keep sinking. Those are two fucking nuts are weighing them down. Fuck. <laughs> this is a genetic flaw. A genetic flaw of the right whale. You can't come up for breath. <laughs> no, it's just sink. Weighed down by these two fucking anchors. <laughs> 500 kilogram testes. Isn't that insane? That's there nuts. you go. Buddy, Learn that's something 2, new every day. 2,000 pounds of nuts on these whales. Still smaller than rompons, though. Yeah. yeah you got nothing rompon. Boys, that just adds to the fucking manly triangle right there. Yeah, this <laughs> further proves it. Manly as it gets. Yeah, it's like these are, there's a lot of, I mean, stuff that could be, you know, strange about this area, about perhaps what it is. Is it an underwater alien base? Is it, you know, them, these extraterrestrial craft looking, searching for something out there in the vicinity of Oak Island? Like not really clear. Some of these things can't be explained. There's there are other explanations that have been thrown up. Um, I think another person said uh, from the video, and that uh, I think it is uh, Hugh McCormack who used to work at Prince Edward Island Holy National McCormick? Park. Hold on, Hugh McCormack. Hugh McCormack. That's a fucking great name too. I don't know <laughs> why the founder of the McCormick Candy Banana franchise. Yeah, yeah. McCormick yeah, McCor- McCor- Candy Listen, Banana fortune. Did this here. triangle just turn into a fucking square? Because I think nah, we just got a fourth point. I don't know about that. I give it a fucking. I put it. I give it an eight on the Jim Bruce scale. I don't think that the name is spelled quite the same. It's McCormack, not McCormick. Oh, McCormick. McCormick. McCormack. Forget it. McCormack. And the, it's the sure. McCormick. Back to triangle. Banana fortune. <laughs> what is this? Guy well, Hugh there. McCormack used to work at the Prince Edward Island National Park in the mid 80s, and he believes what Shepard saw were actually parachute flares that had been dropped by Canadian military airplanes uh, because he cited the, you know, that that in the video Shepard had commented that he had heard planes earlier and that search and rescue exercises and regular training in that area is, is not unusual. But hmm. the thing would be like that would kind of be easy to check. Now I'm not sure Should if John be. Shepard would check. Like you could you could probably check that or do some due diligence and be like, hey, was there 
search and training. rescue stuff training going on yeah. at that time. Like it wouldn't be that hard to check on that. That yeah, that's all public knowledge. It should be. Yeah. I mean Um, but that's also the explanation that people gave for the Phoenix lights as well. The parachute yeah, flares, was, I mean how, how fucking long do those things hang in the sky? Well, how I mean, long they get, do they last to begin with? They don't last more than a couple minutes. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Actually, they yeah, don't. The I looked it up. I looked it up. They don't. They only last a fucking longest they can last is two minutes. I guess. Yeah, two. I mean, that and that's a still a, that's a long burning flare too. Two minutes to be dropped and burned for two minutes. The average lasts between thirty and forty seconds. Right. Right. Like it. That just doesn't add up with what no. we've seen. Like you're talking, you're you're telling me the fucking ants thinking well, there's China lanterns, and these could have been just fucking flares floating in the sky there that we watched for 45 seconds. I doubt that, right? Doubtful. Like, like parachute flares, they would fall. You would see. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make sense. The only thing that I would say why I believe that people may attribute to that is that when you're watching the video of of uh, of. J- John Shepard is that once they flick, it does seem to flicker out like a candle. I will give you that. But the videos are, he has 25 minutes worth of video. Exactly. Exactly. Like that just, just doesn't work. Right? It doesn't no. work with a flare. No. It shouldn't burn that long. No, no way. Yeah. And I would agree with you guys on that because it's like you can't, um, that that might be a convenient explanation to throw up there, but it also doesn't. It's weak. Uh, it's not why you would, you would probably have more than one light out there and especially the one it's when you watch the video you see the one primary light the first one that appears and then the second one appears right below it and then that one go like disappears and then but the the still the original one remains and you would think if there were perhaps flares then that second one would disappear you know the first one would disappear first it would burn out for a flare and then the second one would remain but that's not the case yeah it's all disinformation coming from fucking manitoba they just don't want anybody else to think that anyone else has Charlie Red Star. Charlie They're Red trying Star. to keep that shit their thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, fuck our marketing. We're about to be ruined. No one's <laughs> going to come to the prairies. Manitoba's got its own IRA. Just fucking. Nobody's going to read the one book published about Charlie Red Star. <laughs> well, what about all the merch, Dan? Are they going to move these fucking Charlie Red Star mugs on the Charlie Red Star? The t-shirts, the the lanyards, buddy. The next NMA meeting is going to be or NMO, New Manitoba Order meeting, where they're like, "Fucking, (laughs) this is unprecedented. We need to cut a smear campaign right now. No one's going to come visit." We're ruined. Lightning. The keychains. We have every every name of every Canadian in a keychain. With Charlie Red Star, he's going to be everywhere. <laughs> Think about all the license, the fucking license plate keychains they got to move. Come on. That's as far as most of, most of this reach. So it's like, like we said, we've had this uh, rise or this unprecedented rise in UFO sightings across Canada. Not only, you know, not only in the Prince Edward area, but that place is not, it's not a stranger to UFO sightings. Like we've had the ones that John Shepard recorded. Uh, you've got the ones later that were at um, whether that one is a plane or not or easily explainable. You still have the UFO and Oak Island, and then you still have the ones that were recorded by the, uh, Anne and uh, and and Anne and Anne and Anne and Anne and Anne. Go on, which it So you have to figure out why 
what did John Shepard see that was that for was the Shag Harbor incident the precursor to uh, a permanent like extraterrestrials taking permanent residence? Well, that's the, the uh, that's what we got got to go with. Let's, let's give some conclusions. So I'm going to start first. That's what I think. I think that these ETs that people see in this area, they're not like coming here. All the, they're not coming from a distance from a different galaxy. Good chance that there may be like some type of base or research station or drone launching facility, even if they're not like, they're not like actually like biological beings. This is like their robot factory that they've set up here. And these are like ET drones that are coming out of the ocean. And that's why you have so many sightings in this area. So I think that, that that's kind of what it seems like, in my opinion, that they're not coming. Because why, why this spot? This is like a very low population density place. Right. Yeah. So, so, so if it's not for uh, the manliest triangle in the entire planet, and they're either are they harvesting right whales or the right whale is just dying because that they're there? I don't know. That's if, if I'm going to put my money on it, it's some type of under underwater base, ET drone facility. So that's what I'm going with. It is it is convincing what you're saying. I, I do like that because the official narratives for these stories. I'm like the Air Canada flight. I'm like, listen, one. <laughs> If you're if they're saying that there's there was an 1140 Air Canada flight s- supposed to be at that time, I guarantee you that fucker didn't show up till 2 a.m. There's no <laughs> fucking way that was anywhere on time. Never on time. That's and they lost ludicrous. their bags. Or it was yeah. uh, scheduled to arrive there and it left at like 2 p.m. Or or the flight didn't even exist because that's happened. That's a thing. Yeah, that's happened. That's a thing. This Sometimes happens. you buy Air Canada flights, show up at the airport, they let you through the gates, they tell you to go to the gate, you go to the gate, <laughs> and the flight you paid for doesn't exist. Right. Should have just ate chicken First fries hand. instead. Um, but I, I I, think I agree with Zell um, on this one. I think that, I don't know if it's necessarily a base, but perhaps there's a base set up, but I think it's maybe um, they're, they're coming into different times. Like from... You know, if these things are traveling through time, they're popping up throughout in this area looking for something. Is that Oak Island? You know, perhaps, perhaps it is. That's when we're looking at that area, that's really the best evidence I would have to say like, well, what's in the area that would be of any kind of interest? And perhaps uh, they're looking through time uh, to try to find whatever's there which also would add on to why they never find anything on the show. Right? Because obviously <laughs> someone's gone back further and, and already got gotten it. what was there. Right? I like that. So we're seeing like we're seeing the first waves of these things coming back, right? Like they came back first in maybe 2021 and then they 2018, 2017. Like we're not seeing them in linear order. Like maybe Shag Harbor was, you know, one of the last sightings in their timeline because they've been going back. I like that. Hmm? That's my theory, Dan. Dan, what do you think? What's what's going on in the Maritimes of Canada here? As um, our resident maritime export, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Export, <laughs> export. He's an export He's from our Maritimes. Export. Yeah, one. Well, a, a ch- I'm a chopper well, expert. Expert. Well, the thing is, is that he said in the video, you know, John Shepard goes on and say, "I heard planes earlier." So, okay, you can hear planes. That's fine. Um, there is an airport there. It is about 90 kilometers or maybe a hundred about kilometers that that is there. If he was facing in that direction, I'm not sure exactly which, 
100% which direction he was facing at the time. That would help if I had more, you know, more access to more details um, about the the sighting. But just trying to reason it out from that, from the evidence that we do have and the information that we've that going into researching this is that perhaps it could have been a plane or something like that, that he saw if these things were coming straight on at him from that, that airport, or he lined up right with that airport. It would seem like those, those lights were hovering. I know we've talked to, um, we've talked to guests on cosmic channels who are pilots and they've talked about, you know, how, you know, when certain lights on a plane line up, like just the profile of the plane or the way that the the plane is approaching you or whichever angle you're viewing it from, it can often seem like that. The fading in and out, that can be explained. We talked about in the brown mountain lights when we talked about that thing, certain atmospheric conditions, uh, you can't see it. It's hard to see, but certain atmospheric conditions or changes in atmospheric pressure or, um, you know, cloud cover or whatever can make lights seem like they're dimming and that they're changing, you know, they're changing brightness in, in such a way. So maybe it's something like that. Um, if, if this were again, like we, it is a long video, but the, the lights are mainly stationary, which always gives me the, the idea that it's either something coming straight at him or it's something that was Straight there. Away. It's just something that's hanging out there. So it's like a star or a planet or something else, like a satellite. When the second one comes. And then when no the second way. one shows up. You have no explanation for that. But no, that could be something like the one could be a, like a satellite or a plane. And then like the other one is a planet. Like it could be. Oh, a planet just like a planet just shows up. Planet <laughs> X. Well, right, it, comes up, uh, it comes up over the horizon. No. And then. Okay, because the sky doesn't move, right? No, what, what I'm saying is I know what I saw with that eyes, and I'm, I'm saying that I'm like, with my eyes, with these two, right. I've seen it. I seen it. There's not a chance it. that you're explaining that off with like a planet randomly popped up over the clouds as something else perfectly like vanished, and they did that little flicker in unison, and then one vanished and one came on, and you're just like, wow. And someone happened to record 25 minutes of that. I'm like, to me, I'm like, I, well, I hear what you're saying. I like it. I like the soundness, but it doesn't quite explain to me what I saw in that video. The other thing too, so yeah. if it's a plane and you can see these visible lights from 160 miles away and it's coming in to land, would like it doesn't move, right? Would it not land by then? It's 25 minutes. That doesn't make sense. The plane is it's moving seen, faster than yes, that. It's, it would it start... It should go down. Dis, it would start fucking... Was it dis, why can't I descend. think of it's descending? You had it. You had it. It would start descending by then, <laughs> would it not? It would start. It would start air sinking. Yeah, yeah, you would think, and it doesn't do that. All it does is give you a couple of these every once in a while, and we don't know if that's him because he's all jacked up on Mountain Dew or not. I'm also not 100 percent sure how far he could see away because if it were 20 minutes, I mean, he might be able to far out enough that it was just kept going straight at him some point maybe i don't know here's the it was for me, it was close enough to him that he describes it as a fucking top right so it's not just a light for him right we're seeing it as light because he's shooting it through the film but he's sitting there being like whatever this is it looks like a like a spinning top sure whatever yeah it's is. a low resolution video if we had better resolution yep. of the video and we were actually there you'd probably be able to make a better guess about what it is or you know uh confirm some of the observations that he made which would be cool i i don't like any of these fucking explanations i don't like the plane i don't like the fucking parachute flares i don't like either of those that being said i need more than a fucking random light just 
kind of moving in the sure. sky. Give me a that little bit true. more. Just, I want to believe. I'm putting that out there. I'm trying not to be this fucking guy that I always am and being like, well, it's just a fucking random, like, give me, give me something. Just fucking give me something. I want to see, see it move. I want to see it land. I want to see Martians come out of the fucking thing and they'll be like, there's fucking aliens. Or you want to see a it fucking perform alien. maneuvers that are not, you know, humanly possible exactly. or like a made object possible. It's something that is like, it's not a celestial object because it's moving and an erratic thing or like it's shooting off into the sky. That's like, I satellites don't do that. Never give me you the tic tac stuff to give see. Give me the tic tac. Give me any of that. Give me the gimbal. Give me something yeah. like that. Andrew, I can buy in. What's your What's your thoughts on it? I just tried giving it to you. Oh, that was it. I need more. It. I just hey, need a excellent. little bit more. That's a little bit more. I just need. You want, he wants more. to believe. He's I almost do. there. I'm trying. He's almost there. Just needs a little. A little bit more. Trying. I'm excited to see this guy's movie though. I'm ready for it. Yeah. I'm. I'm waiting. Play himself. All right. Hey, we got we got a theory of the week. Damn, Skip, we've got a theory of the week. We got two. Dos, por favor. We have two theorites of the week. We thought we had it locked up. We thought it was a... Even the even Burmeister himself said this one wins for sure. But he was wrong. Even, but he was wrong. We had to give it with a two-time. Two-time! Well, not, they're not, I'm not sure if they're two-time, but we had to give a two-time of the week. First, tag team, the, tag team theorites of the week. Tag, tag team theorites of the week. Of the week. So we got to give it first. I thought this was a lock all week. Nassine O'Brien uh, made a clip on TikTok of us playing D&D where uh, Braden in full orc fjord costume rips off his face and starts screaming. I got to play the video. I got the video. Hold right on, hold here. on. Before I you play it, cried. I, I saw that video pop up on the Facebook group and I didn't watch the video. It just said when Braden goes full goat. And I was like, Fuck yeah, I'm back, I'm, baby. I'm Number the goat. one, greatest of all time. I'm the goat. And then these motherfuckers were like, "Yo, that's the greatest of, of all theorites." That it was like this is a fucking funniest video. And I'm like, I never watched the video. I clicked it, and uh, goat <laughs> didn't mean greatest of all theorites or greatest of all time. It meant literal goat. Here it is. We got the. I think we got the sound on here too. When Braden goes full goat, you want some of me? <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the goat. It's just the screaming goat. When Braden goes full goat. It's just funny because you're screaming exactly like that famous YouTube video goat. Yeah, it's true. Exactly funny. the same. Uh, if gold. you didn't watch that video, it's a D&D 15. Braden had full makeup and he rips off his face after about 14 You gotta drinks. watch it. That, so, that fucking, that was mayhem, boys. I don't even uh, really remember it. Yeah, yeah. It, we'll talk about it a little bit after hours, but that one was pretty funny. That was it was really funny. If you want to watch just that video I just played on the live stream, you could find it on the Facebook group. Search Alien Theorists Theorizing Theorites. Um, and you'll find it. No problem. So Nassin O'Brien. Yep. Uh, our half, half champ. We got another half champ of the week. Half champ. And this one's champ unreal. One. Champ two is from Sean Young Wolf Duffy, who is yeah. at Loch Ness. Which is like, okay, he took a picture at Loch Ness wearing an AT t-shirt. Like, that's pretty awesome. That's fucking awesome. good. Awesome. That's pretty awesome. Rad. And then he says in the comments, <laughs> so good. hey, I got a sign here. You might not be able to see it. You got to zoom in. But I posted then, it for Zach. That was really funny. <laughs> and then it says, 
may or may not have been created during the Younger Dryas. That was really good. You had the <laughs> foresight to look print that out. That you're like, I'm going to print this out and take this with me to Loch Ness. Like that. He, guy's a beauty. Really yeah. He guys printed a fucking beauty. And then he posted it, it on the Loch Ness, Ness sign. Like, that's fucking yeah. funny. Yeah. Guy's a beaut. That was hilarious. So you can also find that one on the on the Facebook group. Oh, you know, we're, we're going to start posting these more on Instagram and Twitter and other places. Yeah. We're a little, yeah. we're a little lazy on that. Yeah. But, save uh, we'll, we'll save those better. two and I'll post them tomorrow and maybe I'll go find them and post them. Just send them in the group chat. Yeah. There's two great theorites. Yeah. Making yeah. Great hey, content. Gold. That was gold. In both. Yeah. In gold. two different spectrums of awesomeness. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. All right. Hey, before you get into this, before you hit the cue music, um, up? again, you know, we left Spotify and we've definitely felt the outpour of support from Patreon and it showed with uh, tons of new Patreon supporters. Uh, we can't thank you guys enough. Um, so with that, Sal, cue the fucking music. Cue it, baby. It's going to be, you better put it on loop. It's going <laughs> to yeah. take a while. <laughs> we got to put it on loop. We've already made the pitch. If you're not supporting on Patreon, get on it. Do it. All right, this week's newest Patreon supporters, James Trainer, Avis Lee, Andrew Sprawl, Nick Alfaro, Ronnie Pondius. Oh, yeah. Great Roman fucking name. Roman Ron Pondius. <laughs> Tina Patello Jr., Manstralian. It's great. Benjamin G. Ja, Jarna Slater, Nick Esparza goes up to the $10 Ron Pond approved pledge. I dig it. Deborah Porter, Spencer Board, Todd Clement, Dan Rhodes goes up to the Ron Pond tier. Hey, our good buddy, uh, friend of the show, D Lopez. Woo! Supporting the show. Making that Pino money. Yeah. Hey, buddies. <laughs> D. Lopez, go check him out. He's on Spotify. He's on everywhere. And Pornhub. Dude. <laughs> and Pornhub. Hey! A full year pledge by arguably AFL. Baphomet's titty. Raymond. <laughs> Baphomet's titty. <laughs> Raymond Flores. Kyle Asieta. Oh, this is great. This is great. Harry Balls. Mm, nice. Clever. That's in a man triangle. Yeah. Hoop Master, Matt Schwitte, love it. Lamar, really? Lamar Scrotum, <laughs> really? Uh, Pops Johnson, Rick Bus, Fernando Roma, a full year pledge by Nazish Ahmad or Ahmed, Ben. Vosler. Thank you very much for supporting the show. You're all fucking beauties. We love you all. Absolute legends. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the sky. See you in after hours. <laughs>